Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hello, my fellow clowns. We got a clown mafia going on and it's called... Funny Like a Clown podcast. I'm your host, Dennis Worth, March 1st, 2002. And um, yeah, man, let's hope you're all part of the, the clown mafia out there. And uh, we're exploring the history of comedy here on Funny Like a Clown podcast. This is episode 140 and uh, the inspiration for most podcasts. Hey, we did uh, Joe Rogan. We did Adam Carolla last week. And now we're probably going to start with uh, <coughs> the guy who inspired these guys, uh, Mr. Mark Moran. Marin, excuse me, Mark Marin, um, who who was like uh, first one to have the big comedy podcast. I mean, I wouldn't say the first guy to have the big podcast as far as comedy shows go. This guy went viral before any of these guys. As always, today's uh, episode is brought to you by G Vegas Buffalo Sauce for the spicy, sweet, fit, savory taste of game time. There's only one. He said it. One G Vegas available www.gvegas.webs.com. And speaking of buffalo sauce, I was on the internet today. I'm on YouTube and. I was actually, I found, uh, what was it, hot hot wings or hot something where these, this guy sits down with celebrities and they, they get 10 questions and they get 10 wings and they just get hotter by the wing. And I was cracking up, so I would recommend it. After you get done listening to the Funny Like Clown podcast, uh, check it out, man. Uh, yeah, we've discussed it before. Uh, podcast, man, they seem to have taken over. Everybody and their brother's got a freaking podcast about something. I don't know. We said, oh, I started with Jerry Seinfeld with, you know, comedians in cars getting coffee. Then everybody had, you know, hey, I'm getting donuts with, you know, my doctors or something or whatever it is. I don't know. But uh, everybody's got their shtick, you know, and uh, you could say, I'll start it back with this guy. He was the first guy to, to take the, the comedy angle and turn it into a, a hugely successful podcast. I mean, it goes back to Adam Carolla, I think, the old guy, D, what, VJ from MTV, video disc jockey or whatever they called him, I think. He had like one of the original, original podcast before the word podcast even came around. But this guy, Mark Marin, he turned it into a household name with uh, some of the guests he was getting. You know, this guy, you know, you'd have your friends from comedy come on before this guy. This guy was getting all the same guys that were appearing on The Tonight Show, the late nights with the David Letterman's. They were coming on this guy's podcast. He turned like a, a household thing into a big brand name. Uh, many followed man and it's become even I'd say even more successful than the late night shows so uh, if you look at the numbers that you know Joe Rogan and Adam Kroll are pulling uh, it's bigger numbers than you know the late night shows even have available to them because it's a worldwide thing which uh, which they followed suit you know I mean hey YouTube's worldwide and it's worldwide you know they're all streaming online they're not just doing just the TV anymore everybody's everybody's doing the online streaming thing you know why because that's where the people are at uh i'm in massachusetts hanging a town hanging around a town called lemister and almost every street corner there's a pizza shop and people drive through and say why the hell are there so many pizza shops in this town because that's what people are buying baby that's why you know there's so many podcasts because that's what people are listening to baby so uh hey let's get to it here mark Marin. um in the 1900s and uh 2000s uh, he was a frequent guest on uh the late show with david letterman uh you know being those comedian roots 
And, uh, you know, there's, these are a couple guys who started at the comic store. Okay. <laughs> Stan Puff. I thought it was going away. I guess not. Anyway, they started at the comedy store and, you know, remain friends, all the big, you know, legends started there. And if you were coming up as a nobody, you met other nobodies and went on to do big stuff. So they're all friends. And, um, you know, back then, the comedy store wasn't a legendary place it was like today. I know uh, local comedian Chance Langdon, he used to form them back in the day. And I had him on the podcast. If you listen, he said, oh, yeah, I drove by one. And I'm going to say open mic night. Now, open mic night at the comedy store. Who would have thought this, you know? Nowadays, it's like a lottery. And you have to, it's literally, you got to hit the lottery to get a spot on the open mic night there up in the belly room. But uh, Chance said he was driving by and just stopped in. Sign, all you had to do was sign up and go up. It was Kind of like any other. It's not like the big thing it was today. So uh, it, it wasn't as hard to get on stage back then at the comedy store. So when these guys, you know, made it big, they all remained friends. Uh, let's see. Uh, over 40 times he was on a late night with Conan O'Brien. So good friends with Conan O'Brien. Uh, that was the most uh, appearances for a comedian ever on the Conan O'Brien show. So making his rounds on the late night circuits there, uh, making a name for himself. 1993 to 94. Hosted Comedy Central's uh, Short Attention Span Theater. So uh, that didn't last too long, but hey, you're on Comedy Central, not a bad thing. Uh, he was a regular on Tough Crowd with Colin Quinn, which uh, that was a great, that was a good, one of the good underground shows, you know, I guess they call it from back in the day. And uh, let's see, 2002, he tried a VH1 short-lived series uh, game show called Buzzcocks, which just the name of that sounds like Buzzcocks. Who names a game show Buzzcocks? I guess some British spinoff or something. They had a game show like that over in Britain. They spun it off here in America. But you can't say tits on TV, but you can say Buzzcocks. I don't, you know, hey, who knows who's making the rules? I don't know. But uh, let's see, he was a regular on Air American Radio, almost from like the inception of this network when they first decided to be a radio network. Uh, you know, 2004 to 2009, he did the Mark Marin show. Uh, he co-hosted other shows on it. Uh, Backroom Live and uh, Morning Sedation. Then uh, 2009, the, the radio show was canceled. Uh, uh, after he got canceled from there, he hosted a twice-weekly show, uh, What the Fuck podcast with uh, Mark Marin. That's where we, you know most of us know him from now. But uh, there was some beginnings that led up to the, to the podcast there. Uh, 2010, uh, he did an episode with Louis C.K., which was one of the number one podcasts of all time by uh, Stage Magazine. Not going to lie to you, I never heard of Stage Magazine, but, you know, just to have anybody tell you you had the number one podcast of all time is a cool thing. So if you're a listener and you think Funny Like Clown is the number one podcast of all time, then damn it, thank you, because uh, we're getting bigger and bigger, man, I'll tell you. We're on uh, VMO, we're on freaking Amazon Prime, iHeartRadio, Spotify, we're freaking everywhere, man. And, uh, hey, what's funner than exploring comedy, man? Because, you know, there's no, you know, laughter is the best medicine. And you want to know how it all started? Well, this is how you find out. How, that's the most interesting. Just find out how most of these guys got their start. That's the thing. Let's see. Uh, how big did the What the Fuck podcast get with Mark Marin? Um, in 2015, he got to interview then-President Barack Obama. Now, you got a president of the United States willing to come on your podcast Damn it, you're hitting some numbers. That's all I can say. Uh, let's say 2013, 2015, uh, the television station IFC had a TV series uh, called Marin. Um, 2017 to 19, he had a Netflix series called Glow. Here's what I know. He had a minor role in the 2019 edition of uh, Joker. 
the the movie, which I mean, that was that was that was the movie of the year that year. So hey, you got any role in there, you're doing pretty damn good. So uh, let's see. Uh, I've I've always thought about I'm gonna watch it here eventually. Joker because it did win movie of the year, and it's like I haven't watched it because it's like that's why I do comedy to like to, to to laugh at the misery in my I have enough misery in my life and I heard it was like a real miserable movie so it's like I got I don't like to watch miserable movies but it was the movie of the year so I am gonna watch it eventually I'll I'll have to keep an eye on that for Mark Maron when I do. All right let's see he started comedy in nineteen eighty seven which I was a junior in high school then I graduated eighty eight so uh Man, this guy, I was still in high school when this guy got started. Uh, his pro career started at the comedy store when he befriended uh, Sam Kennison, which there are some funny stories about him and Sam Kennison where I guess he owed Sam some freaking money and he tracked him down. Sam came to town one time, tracked down to his apartment, looking for his money. He wasn't there, so he pissed all over his bed sheets to, to leave a message. Hey, you mowed me some money. And I guess Mark Mark walked in with a friend and saw that he pissed all over his bed sheets. He turned to his friend and said, see, I told you I knew him. <laughs> Didn't even care that his sheets were pissed on by Sam. <laughs> he probably knew the famous comedian Sam Kennison to his friends. So that's funny shit. And uh, let's see. After uh, after the stint of the comedy store, you know, doing comedy there, he moved to New York and uh, started appearing on open mic nights where he apparently caught the eye of Saturday Night Live. So he got the tryout for Saturday Night Live. And this is, see, this, these are the facts that, that, that makes this show fucked up because you're not going to hear this shit probably anywhere else. But uh, when he auditioned for uh, Saturday Night Live, he showed up for a meeting with Lauren Michaels, okay? Now, you're doing so good at this audition. You get you get to, to meet the guy who was running Saturday Night Live, the legendary Lauren Michaels. And what does Mark Maron do? He shows up stoned to the meeting. <laughs> How do you not respect that meeting? How do you show up stoned to that? So, uh, needless to say, he did not get the gig at uh, Saturday Night Live. I guess uh, Mr. Lauren Michaels wasn't impressed with him showing up stoned. Uh, he did eventually break into TV with uh, some voice work on Dr. Katz. He got himself a HBO half-hour comedy special, you know, half-hour comedy special on HBO and Comedy Central Presents, which these were the young comics, the up-and-coming time. You don't get a full-hour comedy, you get a half-hour comedy, but we're going to present you in a half-hour comedy, then you earn your way to the hour comedy show. Um, here's one locally, because he did go to college in Boston, okay? And um, he did some showcases with the Cam Neely Foundation, which uh, nowadays it's uh, called Comics Come Home, which, you know, legendary comedian Lenny Clark, he's a big part of that, and... Uh, they do. They get some really, really big names in there for that, and uh, just just to be just to be touched with that great cause and those great comedians. And it's it's probably the biggest comedy show that goes on in Massachusetts. You know, once a year, where all the stars come out. Let's see, 2000. He started a one man show on Broadway called uh, Jerusalem Syndrome. Uh, 2009. I can relate to this one. He's uh, 2009. Started working on a second one man show called Scorching the Earth, based on uh, his bitter divorce from his wife, which uh, which is half of why I do comedy as therapy for a bitter divorce I went through where I saw my kid was getting hurt, and that's why I came up with the character of the child support superhero and put out a movie that is now available on vmo.com called The World Needs a New Superhero for a buck ninety nine. You can see my movie. Go there. Check it out. But I can definitely... Uh, I can relate to Mark, man. You got to laugh about this shit or, you know, life, it'll eat you apart if you, if you don't laugh about it. So you got to choose to laugh about it. And uh, rather than let his divorce drive him crazy, which it, I'm sure it was because it drove me nuts, he chose to laugh about it. 
And uh, I told my mom that often. She's like, you know, you shouldn't joke around about this. I'm like, mom, you, you could either visit me at a comedy club or you could visit me in a prison cell. Okay. I chose to laugh about it. Much better route to win. It drive me crazy. You know? Okay. So it's, it's therapy. Let's see. 2013, you got a Netflix special, uh, Thinky Pain. Uh, 2015, uh, he got a more later special on Epics, which, uh, you know, hey, Netflix, you know, Comedy Central, this guy's hitting the top of his game here, you know, even with, with the legendary podcast that he has. Uh, let's see, uh, he was with uh, Air America almost from the first day of the station, when, like I said, when he first broke into radio. Uh, I guess the executive running it uh, didn't get Mark's jokes. Uh, he didn't get the angry tone of the show, which uh, uh, he decided not to renew his contract, which, you know, not everybody gets that kind of comedy. I had a, geez, I had a girlfriend I was dating and I tried to introduce her to Sam Kennison and we'd sit there and watch one of his specials and she'd crack up at the whole special. Then after that, she'd be like, no, no, you shouldn't do that. That's offensive. Could, well, why the fuck were you cracking up so far? So it's not, you know, some people, they don't get it. It's, it's meant as a joke. It's not meant to be taken serious, especially in today's canceled culture with these young kids where everything's offensive. You know, we live in America, the greatest country in the world. We're not a communist country. Nobody can tell you how to think, okay? But no, no, these culture kids, you have to think the way I do. You can't, they can't respect you have an opinion of your own and it's different than theirs. You have to think the way they want you to. That's the world we're living in. It's getting messed up, more messed up by the day. All right. Well, he wasn't down long um, after Air America didn't renew his contract. He went off to 11.50 a.m. in L.A. radio, uh, where I guess where most jobs, they promise you the world and uh, deliver next to nothing. But they promised to put him in syndication, which means, you know, it would just be on an L.A., be on worldwide once you're in, you know, syndic coast to coast, they called it nationwide. I'm sorry. But uh, they promised him syndication. He never got it. He never got on coast to coast. They just kept him in a local thing. Uh Plus, a lot of his shows, they got bumped to late night because in the time slots that they had, I guess the contract they had with local sports was local sports came first, which is big money there. So, you know, they'd have to air his thing after local sports if they were playing. So it was a later time slot where not as many people were up, you know, to listen to it. So you're getting your time slot booted and you're not getting syndication. That sounds like a recipe for failure. Uh, they said they let him go to uh, financial reasons, which... Uh, I did have a friend, he worked in radio and, um, you know, he was at like a shitty station for a while. They turned it into this big, they spent some money, refurbished a brand new state-of-the-art station they put in. They had him on for a while and eventually they let him go because it was cheaper to have automated radio than to pay somebody to go in there and do it. So financial, that's always going to catch up with your money. That's a big part of any business. Uh, but uh, hey, they, they, this probably they say when one door closes, another door opens, this led to the biggest break of his life. And he always said this platform was available to everybody, but he was the first one who chose to use it. Uh, he chose to make a podcast out of the garage of his house. Okay, this is where this guy's doing this. He's got the number one podcast there for a while, and he's doing it out of the garage of his house. September 1st, 2009, uh, he began a weekly podcast called What the Fuck Podcast with Mark Marin. Uh, put it out for free distribution. Uh he released over a thousand episodes and uh you know now this guy like i said he was at the comedy store he met all these famous comedians but you know the comedians who were doing all the big time shows he was getting them on this podcast that was what was drawing people to the podcast if you hey if he had a bunch of nobodies it wouldn't uh 
including Yvonne, as we mentioned, uh, President Barack Obama, <coughs> Paul McCartney, Robin Williams, Jerry Seinfeld, Chris Rock, uh, Lauren Michaels. Uh, so I, I guess Lauren Michaels, you know, once the popular podcast went on, I don't know if they must have talked about him showing up stoned to the, apparently there was no hard feelings if Lauren was, was coming on after him showing up stoned, but uh uh, he was noted as an influence to, you know, some of the other, uh, you know, long-running podcasts, as you mentioned, the Joe Rogan Show and the Adam Carolla Show, which are probably the two, you know, most popular comedy podcasts right now, but th there would be none of them if it wasn't for this guy starting the whole thing, Mark Marin. And, uh, yeah, you know, back in the day, the only places that could get the, uh, the big stars, like, you know, the Paul McCartney's and the Robin Williams, and even, you imagine a president of the United States going to somebody's garage in their home to do a podcast. I mean, that's, that's funny to think about in itself right there, but, uh, you know, nowadays it's a common thing to see these guys on some YouTube shows. I mean, if you're hitting enough people, these stars, they want to come in and advertise to your, your audience. And, uh, you know, even for just a local show that I'm doing right here, I had Eddie Deason from the, the movie Grease. I've had on uh, Bill Kirchenbauer from what was it? CBS is just the 10 of us. Um, you know, I mean, I've had some big guests on and just for the local stuff I'm doing, I know I'm very proud about all the top headliners in you know, the Boston area, which Boston's a Mecca. So, uh, you know, TV, you see, it's not just TV anymore. The internet is taken over and it's, it's the place to be right there. Uh, let's see, as far as film work, okay, uh, you know, he, he was in a bunch of, uh, films, as in my Joker would probably be the most notable, but he only had a small role in there, but, uh, some, some little bit bigger roles, he was an almost famous, uh, the 1997 mockumentary, uh, Who's the Garboose, uh, he was in Sword of Trust, he was in Stardust, uh, he did a couple of, uh, Louis C.K.'s, uh, shows on FX, the show called Louis that they run. Uh, he had his own show, uh, Marin. Uh, he put out a first season, 10 episodes on IFC channel. Uh, ran uh, 2013 to 2016, uh, 51 episodes eventually. Uh, let's see, he, did, uh, he was on Nickelodeon, uh, did the voice of Harvey, uh, on Harvey Beeks, I guess that's the name. See, now I used to watch all Nickelodeon, my kid. Now that he's older, I don't know anything. Now, if you told me Rugrats or SpongeBob, I know what you're talking about. But Harvey Beaks, I haven't, I haven't watched Nickelodeon since my kid left. So, let's see. Uh, <coughs> on a couple series on Netflix, uh, Easy and Glow. Um, 2013, it donated a guitar solo to uh, the protest song "Party in the USA." Uh, critiquing uh, government surveillance. You're saying there's, there's just cameras everywhere now. They can tap your phone with no reason if they want to. I mean, the government's really taking over on our privacy here, and uh, he's against that. And I guess uh, he said he didn't do much on the guitar good, but that was one thing that he did do good, what they, what they asked him to do. And uh, so he plays a little guitar on the side and donated a guitar solo. Why not? And, uh, yeah, like I said, I, I just can't imagine just, you know, being on radio and being on these big time specials and shows then deciding who, who, who would have the balls to take a chance like that and say, you know what, I'm going to start a weekly podcast out of my garage and I'm going to get my big time friends from the comedy store on. And I know even Joe Rogan, he said he started out with just some of his friends came on like the local stars, but I mean, that sets up a base. Then he said, you know, I wonder if I can get this guy. I wonder if I can get this guy. And, and the more, more, you know, 
the, the more big stars you get on, the more the water come on. That's kind of how it works, you know. <clears throat> you start out a small thing and turn it into something big. Uh, but, um, hey, you know, thank God he did because, you know, this podcast here, Funny on the Clown, probably wouldn't exist if it wasn't for these guys. Mark Marin influenced Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan influenced me. And hopefully I'm, I'm influenced some of you guys out there, man. You know, do what you love to do in life. I, I love talking about the history of comedy. I love knowing how people got started, what they did, how they did it. And hey, every now and then I pop in an idea. Hey, that's a good idea. Maybe I should try that. Help out my comedy. And you can help out my comedy by going to VMO.com and checking out my uh, movie, The World Needs a New Superhero. Very proud of that, man. It's a, it's a very good uh, it's a very good piece of work I put out. And hopefully a lot of people watch it. Let's see. Things you didn't know about Mark Marin. Uh, he takes in stray cats. I guess he lives out there in California and he sees stray cats. He takes them in and he adopts them, I guess. He calls his house the, the cat ranch. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I guess they got crazy cat ladies and Mark Marin's the crazy, crazy cat guy. I don't know. But uh, he talks openly on his podcast in every life about being sober since 1999. And, uh, I remember, yeah, him talking. I forget who he was talking about, but they, they were talking about how uh, AA, it doesn't have a high success rate. He says, you know, go, you got to go to AA, you got to go to AA, but it doesn't really work out for a lot of people. And But he says, what else is there? You know, you either go to AA and try to find God or what's your other alternative? So even though it don't have a high success rate, there's nothing else. Whatever, you know, you have to have something to try and AA's in. So. But, um, you know, I, I was that. I think Alice Cooper, he had talked openly about being an alcoholic, and he said he found uh, a way out through golf. He said he took up the game of golf. He loves it. Now, instead of going for the booze, he goes for the golf, okay? And uh, you got to find something to replace that alcohol outlet, and I guess maybe Mark did it with the cats. Instead of going for booze, he goes for the straight cats and helps them out. You know, you got you to gotta find something to replace that booze in your life. Uh, let's see. As you mentioned, he was married twice, uh, openly talks about the divorce in his act, which makes me want to see this guy live even more because man i do I, I got a character called the child support superhero I talk about child support and you know dealing with crazy exes and uh, this guy's up my alley because we kind of i mean i've never seen his act i've never heard it but i'm gonna have to check it out uh i think we dig each other me and mark who knows maybe he's tuning in funny like clown podcast uh let's see he was close friends with louis ck as we mentioned uh appeared on his uh, show louis on fx a couple times um, then, you know, I guess you find out who your real friends are. I don't know who said you believe, uh, when Louis sexual scandal came out that he was, you know, masturbating or asking permission of what the hell he was doing there. But, uh, and, uh, I guess it wasn't so much that he was doing. It was like, I guess Mark confronted him before it became this big known thing. And Louis kind of lied to him about it. And I guess it hurt him more that he lied to him than, you know, you tell your friend the truth of friends. So I guess, uh, didn't forgive him for lying. Who knows? They put it in the past or not. Hey, he showed up to Lauren Michael Stone, and Lauren Michael came on his podcast years later. So this that might be a podcast I have to listen to right there because I want to. I wonder what Lauren thought of this guy having the balls of being a nobody in comedy and showing up to Saturday Night Live asking for a job stoned. I mean, that's that's got to be ballsy right there. Hey, we're doing ballsy thing here on Funny Clown Clown Podcast. We're putting out a great podcast. Like I said, we're on Amazon Prime now, uh, iTunes, Spotify uh talk shoe that's the main home base right there and numbers are going good on talk shoe man uh youtube i put them on i get asked social numbers but talk shoe yeah it's really going through the roof so 
check it. I guess you know people don't like to watch a podcast; they want to listen to it while they're while they're in bed. They kick back and turn on. So maybe just the audio version. But hey, some people like the video version because you want to see the guys' expressions on the face when you're talking about it. What's going on? Who's your favorite comedian? Maybe review them. Maybe it's in the future. But uh, man, I always said 300. About 300 mainstream comics. I mean, once I hit that, I think I've hit every mainstream comic you've heard of but we're doing a good job i'm having fun hope you're having fun with me hope you're part of the clown mafia and until uh next time hey i'm dennis worth keep them laughing keep being funny because uh hey if you're not if you're not laughing and having fun then life's eating you apart you don't want that good night hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.